So, guys, let's get into it. Today, we have Nick and Nick from Side by Side Blog, dude. Double Nick, baby. Seuss, and Nick Leonard. Very cool, guys. Um, one of the few, like, YouTubers when we, like, when I was with Gary, we kind of didn't really collaborate, like, out of, like, the people we knew. And that was kind of felt like a big step to, like, go up hmm. to Michigan. And we were just like, man, growing up to Michigan, we might we might get molested by these guys. We didn't really know. It felt like a roll of the dice. I had no idea about anything until two days before. The molestation was off the table, yeah. for the record. That was not something we <laughs> talked was... about. <laughs> really? All right. Maybe it was just me that thought about that. Because I don't think he thought about it. He was like, no, I talked to this guy, Leo, a lot. And I was like... This is the first time I heard about it, and we're getting on a plane to Michigan. Dang, all <laughs> so right. I, I, yeah, I don't know if you knew the depth of that. No. Very, very didn't know about it. And then we get there, and this guy, Seuss, picks us up. Yeah. And it's like a Raptor way loaded down from what I thought a Raptor should be. It was a 34-foot trailer. Way too Raptor. much for those leaf springs, dude. They were barking. <laughs> and then he proceeds to run over curbs and, you know— Almost totaled a gas station. <laughs> Listen, you guys really don't let that down. Huh? <laughs> How many years you guys? Been yeah. Did I get you? Years? Did I get you where you needed to go? Yeah, you question. We did get there. Was the trailer okay when it got there? I believe so. I think exactly. you guys still have that to this day. No, we sold. No, we sold it, yeah. and then it broke in half. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Our friend Ryan Park. We give him a smoking deal on it, though. Yeah, like, smoking deal. Sure. Okay, so, Ryan, if you're listening to this, not the same trailer. Seuss tra- <laughs> treated that thing really good. <laughs> so, whoever owns that Raptor, too, is probably... Do you still own that? Oh, I still got that. All right, I was going to say, man, because you were hard on that thing, too. Yeah, Dude, she did a good job. 65 uh, original 1,000 uh, miles on it. Original? thousand <laughs> <laughs> original. That's a good amount of miles. Yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty high. You guys have a couple Raptors, don't you? Didn't you guys get like a yeah doug's got a raptor and he crashed it into our fence recently at the shop uh, doing a drift in the snow i was tight but that's what you're kind of supposed quarters, to do yeah. yeah with raptors is it wasn't that the thing yeah. when they came out like so just they came out and people were and just like them? yeah watch me destroy <laughs> this vehicle that i just bought for like a hundred thousand dollars that yeah, was like yeah. unobtainium yeah because they were when they first came out they were just like so crazy badass from ford those things were yeah. sick like i remember seeing one i'm like this is this looks like a monster truck. Like yeah, it was like a full-on Baja truck. Yeah, and they're sweet. still cool, but now they're a lot more diluted, obviously, in the yeah. world. Are Everybody's got to do it. Even Nick are they, dude? <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> you sure about that? A little bit more. Dude, so you guys are down here early. The rest of the crew is still driving in. Yeah, you tough got, break. Is that a, like a rock, paper, scissors deal? How does that work? Who who gets to not drive? Man, that's uh, well, it was a bit of a story. Yeah. I'll start with me. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So I refuse to drive. <laughs> okay, I guess that uh, makes it easy. <laughs> just not going to do it. I don't have as much uh, experience towing stuff. Like the tie down skills are pretty low. The driving mm. skills are low. Well, Doug's had some issues. There's, I mean, well. well I mean, this was before that happened by a long yeah. shot. You were already in refusal mode. Yeah. yeah I didn't refusal. know that was an option when I used to drive if you, places. If you just refuse to do it, <laughs> it kind of comes off divish, but I do work while I'm on the road and I can't work and drive at the same time. Yeah. So that's a real thing. It's hard on your back, too, that kind of driving. Yeah. It, yep. it gets rough. Yeah. And then you're just ain't doing it. But on this trip, I don't know, we, you know, have the wives down and they want yeah. a little bit of time. Uh, this could be the time where we break the news, Here's by the, the way. Here's the deal, dude. Here's the deal. Drum truth, roll. truth Street. Cooper. Having twins. 
Okay. Wait, no, 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 not Cooper. So you're having twins. Cooper, you're yeah. not having kids. I'm having two of them. I am at not the same having time. kids at the moment. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, twins. Do you know genders? I do. I don't know if you were revealing that far, but twins. I'm not. Most likely, the, <laughs> I would guess most likely the same gender. We'll see. Yeah. I think Time they're not tell. in the same sack, though. Wow. Which throws These everything are, Yeah, they're not identical Interesting. twins. They're paternal twins. So two sacks. Better is what they say. At, at the same time. Two sacks at the same time. I mean. Two sacks. Well, it's funny because, like, congrats. That's freaking awesome. Thank First you. off, twins. Thanks, I mean, that's fun. You kind of knock out two kids right at once. Yep. Saves a lot of time. That is true. You know, if you plan on having two, you might as well do it at the same time. You're already there. Yeah, that is true. It's like... I don't know. It's sort of crazy. Let me be the first to tell you. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Wasn't expecting to, and here we are. So <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, there's like a there's like a countdown clock I got on my watch here of like when I'm gonna stop seeing Nick Seuss. <laughs> and that ends around like the beginning of July. Really? So end of well, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll see. We'll see how it goes. They come early, right? Between yeah, I think it'll be more late July. It's nearly a litter. Yeah, I mean, like some some would call it that. Yeah, I mean, modern technology is pretty good, but you never know. Maybe they missed one in there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Could be triples, dude. Can you imagine? You have three. There's just one hiding in there. I couldn't, Leo. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah. it's funny you say that because, like, I've since I met Bronte, basically, I have like told her, "Oh man, like we're gonna have twins. Like we're gonna have twins. Like that's." Just something that I've always told her. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I have a dark sense of humor, right? And I know how hard twins are to have, but I was also a twin for a very long time in the womb. So I was kind of like, I was just kind of like teaser, I guess a little bit like with the twins yeah. thing. And I've like driven it into her mind that it's going, we're going to have twins. I mean, if be you were cool. a twin though, at some point for a long time. So then there's definitely a chance yeah, you could family. make twins. Yeah. Yeah. Say it's a, I mean, I think they say it skips a generation, but in our case that didn't happen. Her first cousin has twins. Her grandma's siblings were twins, and then my mom's mm. side has a bunch of twins. Chances are you're having twins, my man. We don't really have <laughs> twins in my family besides, like, I was going to be for a little while. Yeah. And I'm sure my parents are like, man, that other one was probably going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, you got to have, the, you gotta have the thought, like, man, <laughs> I think the other one would have been, like, a doctor or something, lawyer. <laughs> ah, that's okay, dude. That's dude, okay. you're a collector of fine materials, dude. Sitting here talking in front of a microphone with a bunch of shitty 90s cars around. <laughs> that sounds like a great time to me. I mean, to me, it sounds great. <laughs> yeah. He literally spent like an hour and a half on the way to the airport explaining to me why I need to start collecting old 90s and 80s cars. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. I That's started a very doing that. boomer sensation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like That's how we're doing JDM it JDM or like, you know, some old like U.S. boats basically. U.S. boats, dude. I feel like you're a big like U.S. boat type of guy. Like it has to have like a couch yeah. seat. Oh, yeah. You guys could have made a podcast studio with just cutting like a car in half and like putting yeah. two cars in there. We talked about that with side by sides. We have so oh, many that we would just park two side by sides, yeah. but and ugh. you'd be so oh, far. No, from one has seen, no one's seen the podcast set up yet. So it's not that yeah. we'll say that I've seen a little bit of it. I got the sneak peeks of it. So it's I'm kind too of too much. Yeah. It went too pretty hard. Great. Yeah. I'm definitely pumped about that. I hope to come up there. Maybe I'll be invited onto it. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we'll invite Cooper. We have like a whole dude, thing. You're on dude. On the list. Dude, I, on the list. I got a Short connection. List. Oh yeah. shit, man! So back to the '80s and '90s cars. I, on a whim, last summer bought a '86 Caprice wagon, and yeah. then just put giant subwoofers in it. Turns out, great deal. 
It's pretty much what you need. Yeah, that's probably the most comfortable. Do you drive like a winter beater or is this like it's a cherry? So all no. year round. Okay, just it just sits and leaks oil. Cherry. I drive it like four <laughs> times a year. I'm sure that that's like one of those cars though, where you know if an EMP hits. It'll probably fire right Oh, up. wow. I didn't even think about that. Holy Old 307, moly. baby. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, all of us will be out here with our high-tech ECUs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. No shot that thing's lasting an EMP. Yeah, dude. You got Motech and you got Low-Tech. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm already getting to the point in the podcast where I need my tinfoil hat. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I thought that was it right there. What is that thing? <laughs> That's air conditioning, dude. Oh, the I thought I felt snake, that. Dude. I it was, looks like it's coming from a I brain. keep saying I need, like, a tinfoil hat to keep on the shelf because it's a good idea. Every now and then, me and Spencer got a little... Tinfoil Hattie, you know. Talking about what? We went down the road, huh? We went down the Titanic road. It was really... This is Titanic master right here. Love it. I went down the hole questioning if it's really the Titanic on the bottom of the ocean there. Wow. Or it's the Olympic? That's That's what we were, yeah. I don't think we should go down that road. It's it's too early in the podcast for that. (laughs) We'll lose them too quickly. So, you guys decided to uh, get involved with Uncle Chet. Oh, yep. Sure oh, did. yeah. That guy's my actual uncle. Yeah. For real, in real life. Yeah, it's his actual uncle. I've known Chet for a long time. Is Not my DNA too? or anything. I mean, I think I would be considered, you know, I think I could be considered, uh, what would it be, his nephew? nephew? Yeah. 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 He's my uncle. He's everyone's uncle. He's everybody's uncle. Great guy. Dude's the best. Great guy. Yeah, he bought our shop. For us, which was a Believe big it or help. not. So he owns a gigantic plot of land in Michigan that he we doesn't even off. go to. Oh, you already we paid, paid him, him off. Six percent interest Dang. as well. So that's solid. Yeah. He uh going into it, he said, I've never made any money on deals that I've made with my friends. I said, Okay, well, we'll try to make that work. And we paid him. Six wow. percent of a good amount of money. So he made some money, we got a shop, we're good to go. That's pretty awesome. I didn't realize it was I mean, it's only been what, a year? We got in in end of July, end two of years, July, August, something like that. No, he was paid back by October. So. Oh wow, that's really quick. We're good. Yeah. And recently, I've noticed which seems cool. Everybody's opening a business in the facility. Yeah, like everyone seems to be. I don't know how much you want to touch on. Like, I'd love to hear like what kind of in-house stuff you guys are going to be doing, but it's also not in-house because it's going to be for everyone. Like, yeah, it's all the sure. same businesses yeah, like for people, be but. Like a big- Sort of car ecosystem. Yeah, car like a compound, yeah. but yeah. also a business complex because, yeah. You so. have to, man, I wish you could see that building, Coop. I know, I you need to come up the there. Yeah, but I wish you were. We'll, we'll bring them up. I wish you were there right now. We could walk you through. <laughs> yeah, visually, like, we could create that in his mind, though. I guess we could. So like what kind of image. businesses are going to be on property then? So I, it starts from a different position than that. So, like, when we started the business, it was always obvious that YouTube is finite, right? There's only so many people that are going to like you. Something could happen. YouTube could shut down. Who knows? So yeah, when cooked. you find the people that like you, I would love to meet them because I haven't found many that like me yet. Oh, I thought you were going to say that <laughs> No, like not for you. No, I think, <laughs> we're, I think we're cut from the same loin on that part. <laughs> Who knows? Because <laughs> I've been looking for the people that like me for a while now. <laughs> There's a lot of people that like you. I found a lot that tolerate me. There's two me. right here. Right there, oh, There's shit. Two. You guys subscribe? Let me check. <laughs> I'm sub. Over I'm the phones. Sub. <laughs> I'm sub, dude. Anyway, right, so, so. The business side. Yeah, it was always about, like, completing the circle. So when we started making videos... And then selling parts, that was just based around the idea of, okay, you can market the part and you can sell the part, make money on both ends, right? And then Mm -hmm. get some free parts for yourself. 
Uh, and at some point, when we moved into our uh, middle shop, which I'll call, which was like the one in Saginaw, 4,000 square foot. Not you were the there. one you guys got kicked out of. The one we got kicked out of. Oh, that one. Yeah. I don't so, think I was ever at that one. Uh, Did you not, no, you not there no. for that I was one? never there for that. For some reason, I imagine you being there. Just skipped right over that one. I don't think I was ever at a shop in Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We I was never anywhere. It was right to the dunes and airport to, to airport. Yeah. First class, too, by the way. You're welcome. You guys flew first class? Yeah. I, I know. I thought we were in, like, Southwest. They what don't have the first class. It was, Del- it was Delta, dude. <laughs> Do they even have Delta. first class? <laughs> it was Delta. I've got them first class tickets. Anyway, we're hey, You took me to Flint, topic. Michigan. Whoa. It was <laughs> Detroit, dude. That's the big show. And then we went to Flint. <laughs> we did go to Flint for some mud. Anyway. Yeah, we, we were, like, in the Flint. mud in Flint. I was like, man, these guys this are wild. It's, like, right as it was happening. These guys are wild. Dude, what's in the I got sprayed with water. I was like, should I be holding my breath? Dude, it cleans itself out there, dude. The, it's the mud pits plus the urethra or whatever. They, I wouldn't worry about it what? too much. <laughs> All right, it's fine, yeah. Anyway. So, so now you're in I'll the big shop. Through, I'll just skip through the part that no one wants to hear. So, <laughs> so we, we bought what the big shop. About? Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm so full of food right now, yeah. too. Let's just take another segue quick. We had dinner, and then yeah. we had ice cream afterwards, and I am deadly full. Kill-ins, and there was, like, yeah. a party there. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. I've been tooting and rooting. Anyway, so we got this new big shop, and then it's always more about completing the circle. So we have to have a spot to install the parts, right? Mm-hmm. So Matt is opening up a service shop in our middle building, which is going to be, like, I don't know, 4,000 square foot of space that he's going to have for that. And he's, like, an actual certified master mechanic dude. We sniped him from... Uh, actual legit auto place yeah so he's so, actually qualified but once yeah, you start working yeah. on youtube then you lose your qualifications isn't that how it works then you become like a stupid youtuber shouldn't be know. working on vehicles it's gonna be less yeah, youtube on it. this yes i see it it happens you know like once you you legally legally you know you're a hack now nothing, i've always been a hack so none of it's really different yeah I'm nobody gonna, would want me working on anything they own i saw that mustang it was pretty cool anyway so and then we opened up a powder coat shop too because we get a lot of stuff that's raw, and then powder coating things sucks. Yeah. And uh, there's no one around us that does big stuff. So we have two giant ovens, and then, uh, yeah, we can do anything. And Mike Reed is running that one? Mike Reed's running that, yeah. Okay, so he's taking over the powder side of things. Has he done any powder coating, or is he just diving into it head he's, first? Because uh, <laughs> Matt's, like, highly qualified. Right, and then is subsequently getting the less less amount of effort and then Mike's getting more it's confusing how it's working out but uh no Mike's never powder coated a single thing in his life ever but he was jacked on it and I you mean, can sell us yeah, on he anything got me, dude. He yeah. got me big time. <laughs> he's like oh yeah lay the powder two mils this and that he's talking all this stuff like he's done it for 15 years so we were this, in yeah this guy has to know what he's doing i mean he's <laughs> he's no smart way. enough that i trust that he could obviously figure it out yeah, and i don't yeah. think it's like an insane learning curve on it yeah yeah he's Mike is super, like, the dude, he's very meticulous. You know, I think he'll pick up onto it super, super fast. Yeah. I and would. if he doesn't, then. <laughs> we have a powder coat shop. Yeah. Hire somebody that knows what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. yeah, it would be no problem. It'd be so. great to do regardless, I guess. Yeah, yeah no. it's a really cool thing. So we'll be able to, you know, sell the parts. If they're raw parts, we can coat them, and then we'll have a spot to install them. Mm-hmm. And then if, you know, that's what we're trying to do. And then you have the dyno. We got a tuning of things. Yeah, that's too difficult. It's kind of more just flashing on a side by side, anyways. Though. Yeah, there's people that dedicate their lives to tuning, so we just give that to them. 
Yeah. And then we'll just dyno stuff for fun. Yeah, there's there's quite a few side by side tuners popping up. I've noticed. Yeah, there's a lot. So it's we becoming deal a with, thing. We deal with Evo, and they've been doing it since the beginning of time. Yeah, yeah. sport side by side. So. Have they touched the Honda Talons yet? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They have started to. Hmm. Does your Honda Talon need to be touched? <laughs> I mean, she's down a hole, like intermittently, but so intermittently that it's pretty much permanently down a hole. <laughs> 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 yeah, have you been able to start that? I think. I mean, it'll start and, and run, uh-huh. but it's just on one cylinder. Sounds like a dang Predator generator. It's pretty those much what good, it is, yeah, if you think about good. it. <laughs> I mean, it's not far off. They're all the same base, dude. Very <laughs> similar. It's like you put a transmission on a Predator. Got it. Got it. <laughs> we should but just take that back with us. That would be ideal. I think it has a harness issue, like mm. a wiring harness issue, which is a mess to track down impossible perhaps pretty much it's pretty much like just put a new harness in there and the screen is has been underwater about a half a dozen times right but it's kind of nice because the screens are warrantied so i've had three new screens put in zero miles every time you get a new one in how are you serious (laughs) every time under warranty from a from like a legitimate from honda they just put a new one in there (laughs) oh Here's your zero mile unit. <laughs> oh, really? not, we don't, there's not even a title for that. How do you have a warranty? I don't know. I don't want to bring this up. Maybe this is an offline. I, talk, I don't know. I've had people try to buy it, and I'm like, I ain't selling it. <laughs> I can't. There's no, yeah, Honda it, uh, took all our stuff back, and then one of those things they wanted was yours because the guy who made the deal with us. Quit Honda. Jump ship. Jump ship. Does dude. he work anywhere else now? You guys follow him somewhere else? Does he ben Hong, where's he at? Where you at, Ben? Come on. That is a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, usually you don't go too far. Like, yeah, if you're in point. the off-road world, you... He's marketing, so... Oh, he could be anywhere. Going anywhere, anywhere, dude. Could be out there selling freaking Predator generators. Maybe vapes, dude. Uh, you ever yeah. been to SideBySideVape.com? You ever been to that site? You think they cut him because he... <laughs> Because he gave away too many Hondas and lost yes. track of them. 100%. Well, I mean, no, here, that's no, not true. Out, I though. actually know what actually. You've has. lost two dozen talons. What happened? Are well, we they fought. I don't know Honda how much you want to out yeah, the guy. Oh yeah, they like what happened? Uh, yeah, with yeah, yeah. They just they uh, were forcing people to move to Georgia. Um, you didn't. Oh, you're done. You're done. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so he, straightforward. Was he in Michigan? No, they were in California. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I was going to say, I mean, it's not that bad of a move from Michigan to Georgia. But you ever been to Georgia? Yeah. Been to Georgia. Georgia quite a few times. The weather, great. I'm convinced that has some of the best weather in the country. Have really. you ever lived in California and then thought that about Have you ever had to return a forgotten bag of adult play toys to a pair of sweet old grandparents? Or have you spent your summer cleaning up protein spills at an amusement park? How about going to work every day in a flea-infested casino? Hopefully you haven't, but our guests have. Welcome to the Insiders Podcast. Each episode, we bring you an explicit account from a hotel and hospitality industry insider. To listen to these stories and more, go to theinsiders.com to subscribe. That's the Insiders, I-N-N-S-I-D-E-R-S.com. No, I haven't lived in California, but I can imagine that has good weather. Yeah, is, it's hard to say. Yeah. Is Honda pretty much done with side by sides? They no, had. They're still. They had this thing. But like, are they going to upgrade it? Like, it's been no. what five years? Um, they did this thing when we were there. That their philosophy was. It's about time for a refresh. It was tiny hammers. Tiny hammers. 
but like there's still no refresh on it. They refreshed it. So I mean, did you see that new grill, dude? That thing looks like it's straight out of X Men, dude. They put a <laughs> freaking new, new grill graphics, on it. All right. I think the new grill and lights are sweet, but well, I they get, made. Hey, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I just I feel like how many you know Polaris's came out in that time yeah. since the Talon two, three. Like, yeah, a lot of these, you know, like um, a lot of these Japanese-based manufacturers. Okay, they put they give you a product, and then they slowly work on it. Mm-hmm. slowly hammers. work on it and they just try to make it as good as they can but also as as safe as they can in a way that you can't sue them mm. that's their main goal that's Honda dude three wheelers <laughs> yeah. yeah they're still scared they're still scared like the Honda three wheeler thing turns out was a serious issue for oh I'm sure Honda. they're still pretty yeah. scarred from that one yeah right but on. those three wheelers are so sought after now yeah, and they're worth a lot of money. Yeah, like a nice, clean three wheeler. Literally, almost they Honda almost pulled out of the United States because of the three wheelers. They like almost ruined a generation day. of children. Yes. Think about all the Civics you wouldn't see rolling down the street throwing the pipes, dude. Not in this neighborhood. Would they stopped the gate. Now, dude? Oh my gosh, is that what that guy was doing out there? Yeah, it was stopping mm. Civics. Like, sorry, bud. The dude in the Mustang. <laughs> He was up on my butt, the dude. dude. The Mustang was throwing the pipes too. I'm like, what is this? A throw the pipe club? Well, you guys brought out that freaking clown car looking thing. What do you the mean? The clown shoe. What clown shoe? The car that you rented. It's a fast boot. Wait, you're calling you my call, AMG whoa. GT a clown shoe? That's what they look like. They're like that long nose, and then the shoe—they <laughs> look like a shoe. I've never made a single catfish <laughs> reference ever about his Camaro. Ever. It's a rental. <laughs> I'm taking it personally, dude. It's mine for the time. He chose it. Dude. Rental. You're, you're, he chose it. Yeah. It's not like I had a choice. Yeah, but you wouldn't. This is what I got, dude. You know, you probably wouldn't buy that if you're given I, the choice. I would. I would buy that. I don't know. I think they're like ninety grand. Yeah, I don't. We're lower, talking man. about an AMG GT. GTS. You know, GTS. This is a GTS, dude. You can get them for like seventy thousand now, dude. Yeah. I can trade in my truck and probably pay some money and get that. Yeah, but. <laughs> It wouldn't be your best move. Wouldn't no, be far your, from you it. Wouldn't, far from it. There's no for, backseat. For that money, it would not be your favorite vehicle no. you could buy. You could go buy a 911 and be way happier. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, don't listen to this guy. Yeah. Bang for your buck. Bang I don't think that buck. car is Hear it. Hear me out, dude. Do you <laughs> Even spend close. a lot of your day just like thinking about cars that you should get? I guarantee he does. A, Tell me about a good your, bit. Yeah, your thought process on... It's, like it's you not, see a car and then you're mesmerized by it for hours at a time, and then you're like, "Man, how do I get that car?" I really just like to keep up on the market uh-huh. and know where things are kind of at. I like am. you know, kind of know the price of those things. I just yeah. like to check in on like yeah. what cars <laughs> are, are depreciating. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "What cars are depreciating a lot and which ones aren't?" Turns out those cars kind of depreciated a yep. little heavily. They've almost like disappeared into the mist in a way pretty weird Perfect. isn't it they really did just like slip away yeah because if they put gold wing doors on them they probably wouldn't have that's a good that's point. too expensive that's dude would have been great the gold wing doors make it fun because then you have explosives too because if you're rolled over the they doors blow up open the doors blow open i didn't know that so yeah. the sls amg has that i'm pretty sure yeah. wow they had explosives to the doors okay but let's talk about side by sides a little bit here. Okay. Okay. Are they ever going to stop getting more expensive? No. Negative. Are Never. they just planning? Like, are they going to come out with one that's sixty grand and just be like, "Here's the new one. Probably, you guys are going to love it." In October, <laughs> just Can like, Am will have a sixty thousand dollars side by side. Yeah. Because I know that they do like the the battle of who can build the better one. Yeah. Is it also 
Who can build a more expensive one? Who could push the envelope so we can then continue to keep pushing the envelope? Just in the... <laughs> yeah. So Dude, the, right now, this is yeah. Polaris. This is Can-Am. They're like, coming. So the price of the Can-Ams is where the Polaris is, but the, but the machines suck compared to the Polaris. But Can-Am's about this to go. This is an old eh. unit, right? So they, you know, they can't charge this much. So yeah, no, they still unit. charge that much. Yeah, but not quite this much. No, they yeah. put a P clutch. They could raise it ten grand now. P clutch is P clutch is cool. Is it worth ten grand? Can you Nick just put one on one of the other? Can you like yeah. downgrade your P clutch onto like a twenty twenty? Oh yeah. Oh, so you could just buy one from Can-Am and just put it on your nine hundred forty bucks shipped. Boom. It's not Ultimate. that bad. You yeah, can cheap. buy it at sidebysideblog.com. No parts. That'd be sweet. We should sell those. Just buy some. Buy them all, because they probably can't make them that fast. Some people do that, and then they charge a hundred dollars more. I've, I've seen dollars. I've seen them do that with OEM GM parts, yeah, pretty frequently. And they'll even buy them before they're even like made. So how does oh, that happen? Pre-buy? How do yeah, you do they'll pre-buy if you're buying big enough from like GM, like uh, blowers or something like that. Oh, that's okay. a sham, dude. Like the newer style gen blowers. Anything LT4 LSA. Okay. You know, you buy them from GM. GM will happily take your money. Tell you we'll have them in six months, and then you're the only guy in the game. Wow. You can do that with P-Clutches. Some people have already done that. Yeah. We know those people. P-Clutch, dude. P-Clutch. Just not enough money. It's too much hassle, not enough money. Yeah. We have uh, the storage room. There's this dude that told me uh, a while back. It was a funny story, and he was bringing up. We were talking, and this was before everything went past, like, the 35 mark, right? So, like, the 35 mark knows. Yeah, Probably thirty-five grand. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like nothing really. Like you know, if yeah, you want a pro R four seater ultimate, you're you're just. I mean, I think now it's like fifty thousand. Yeah, but it's like forty-nine ninety or whatever. But I remember years ago he told me he's like you know they're developing this machine and blah 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 and he's all like you know they're talking about like you know like they're starting to be more automotive in a sense, especially like like HVAC systems and all that. But he was telling me he's like a dude will go out. And buy a forty thousand dollars side by side, okay, and then just drive it through a ditch, okay. But somebody uh, know just guy. go buy a forty thousand dollars truck, right? And they can't even park it in the grass. Like the association between the two is yeah not there. Like so, he's basically trying to tell me you can charge whatever people are going to buy it and it drive it through a ditch. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And I think they're more likely to give loans on stuff like that. I feel I like don't it's understand. not that hard yeah, to get a loan on a side by side. Yeah, but I have like, three loans for side by sides right now. But a truck loan is not easy to get. No, like through not. like GM Financial or something. Like yeah. they're they're tough. They make you jump through hoops. Yeah, like a business loan, forget it. You yeah. go buy a fifty thousand dollars side by side. Sign here. But yeah, it's no still problem. like that's what I mean. It's like it's so weird how a fifty thousand dollar thing is still considered a toy when generally they're you know more expensive than the car you're driving. Yeah, sometimes the truck towing it is cheaper than the side-by-side itself. Like, it's just very weird. Yeah, and they treat the truck nicer. Right. (laughs) It's such a weird thing, and I just don't know where the ceiling is. Like, where are people just going to, like, where are they going to price people out of the sport? Because cars, like, even sports cars have relatively stayed, like, similar price in the last 10 years. They haven't just, like, doubled in a sense. Yeah. But I guess, like, too, okay, so, like, the one we were talking about is top line, highest one you can get. You know, you can still get entry-level ones that do just as... Like, you'll have, you know, as much fun with it as you would with the... Maybe you'd have more fun because you don't care about it as much. Yeah, sometimes the cheaper stuff is more fun. Yeah, Yeah, like you get, like, a Gator. (laughs) I don't know about a Gator (laughs) level, but, like, the lower-end Razors, like, just, like, a regular XP Like, just a regular XP, dude, like... Are you going to have... Man, don't they break a lot? Not really. Too much. They're pretty stout. 
Yeah. Like, I, mine got blown out because I blew it out. You were hard on yeah, that thing. like, it started to fall apart after, you know, three and a half years of zero maintenance. Like, <laughs> no way. It'll go downtown, wow. brother. <laughs> Who saw that coming? Doug, Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. I didn't saw see it. I'm like, coming. there's no way this thing is going to stop working. Oh, it stopped. It Doug, stopped. Doug saw it coming. <laughs> it was to the point where his clutch locked up. So in a CVT, you know, if you don't understand that, basically, it, like, it locks in. So if the clutch locks, mm-hmm. right, it just keeps going unless you put it in neutral. So he would turn, the, he would try to stop. And it would just keep going, like, chugging along. Like, if you had a manual, just, like, just pop forcing the through the clutch. Yes. Just, yeah. like, it was very bad. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's how you got to do it. You to push it up onto a hill to yeah. get it in neutral. <laughs> what was that, 110? Yeah, it was yeah. 110, dude. I, I saw that thing fly quite was, a few times. That was tight, wasn't it? Yeah. When we were out in Glamis, though, you had a bad time with it. No, that was 168. You saw me at a bet. Yeah, that was my freaking Turbo S. I kept overheating and overheating and overheating. Yeah, you were having a bad day that day. I felt bad. Yeah, that sucked. But how great of a time was that? That was super fun. Glamis round one was awesome. Glamis is always great. Yeah. That's, that place one, like, is yeah. so good. Yeah. Did you see that coming? No. Well, what did you think about? Like, you're like, oh, yeah. you go from, like, these dudes randomly picking me up in an airport, not molesting me, to we're giving you a freaking... Like, I never said I didn't want to be molested. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I never That's said fair. I was against it. <laughs> it's just like, is this what's going to happen? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, dude, I just couldn't believe that. I mean, that was that was unreal and insane, and I'm not a very good receiver of gifts or of gratitude or of anything i guess compliments anything like that so i kind of don't really know what to do so even like now i kind of still like shell up and i'm like i don't know how to show emotion in any way i guess you could say maybe just like from somewhere like walk through your mental state at that time though that's what i want to know because it's your birthday you're Mm -hmm. going out to glamis yeah you're with this cletus never been to the sand dunes we meet this guy spencer yeah and then that was we the co- first time you met Spencer? I'm pretty sure, yeah. No fool. I don't even know where he came from. <laughs> yeah, Who knows? Still he don't. He came from the sand. Like, the guy barely pulled himself out of the dirt. Still yeah. don't. And he's like, I've been to Glamis a bunch of times. And I'm like, okay, cool. I guess we're riding together. He would say that. Yeah. And, dude, I I was just like, I don't know. I was I was in a weird spot. Cause like, I was perfectly happy with <laughs> my course of, like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, like, sit in a vehicle and yeah. ride through the sand dunes. Like, this is fine. Like, I'm perfectly happy with this and then to actually have a unit to ride and thrash on was awesome but also was kind of scary in a way yeah Yeah. for sure because now i'm like i went from being like passenger and like no not a care in the world to like well man there's a lot of pressure now like i gotta keep up with these guys (laughs) i gotta send it out here on the sand dunes i gotta potentially roll this thing just to fit in (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. You did so good. Yeah, though. you did so good. Like, well, that's good. Some to people hear. do a lot worse yeah. than that. It was like, definitely you knew um, when to hold them, and you knew when to fold them. Like, yeah, seriously, you know, that was you were smart. That was smart driving. I had never been to a sand dune either. <laughs> yeah, right. So, Even right. with stock headlights too. Remember, yeah. I remember oh, looking man. back a couple of times. There's just two little yellow beams. <laughs> I'm like, how is this dude seeing anything right now? And I wasn't like too deep in the off road world to begin with. So you guys were yeah. like, man, you guys, you have stock headlights. Like, I was like, oh. I didn't even realize, like, <laughs> that was a 
flaw. Like, I was like, they're pretty good headlights, you know? Like, a car, you wouldn't be like, oh, you just have stock headlights. I mean, yeah, I guess right, it's a good car, but... Good that's how I was thinking. I was like, oh, it's just headlights. It doesn't really have high beams or anything. It's yeah. kind of just get what you get. Yeah, pretty much. But, yeah, it was pretty scary, and I had Spencer, who I had never met. He was riding with me, and he was just like, left, 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 right, 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 like, trying to, like, guide me, and we're just, like, wide open throttle, because... <laughs> You couldn't go slow because you wouldn't make it over the dunes right. and you would lose everyone. Yeah. Yep. But going fast into these blind dunes is terrifying it is when terrifying. you have no idea. Yeah. And I think our first ride was night. Yeah, yeah. man. We really gave it to you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Super so bad. Thrown to the snake pit. <laughs> yeah. Hindsight on that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. We got briefly lost. But we were able to recover it, yeah. thankfully. But yeah, I mean, it was it was great. That's I'm a big advocate for getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and that was definitely yeah. fully out of the comfort zone. Perfect. You sort of have to like you have to like you know like crack the shell. Just like once you rip the bandaid yeah, off. Yeah, rip the bandaid off, yeah. especially at that place. Because you you have to put a level of trust in a machine that you don't know if you trust or not, and you also don't know if you trust the dunes. But, like, once you get there, like, you're just, just hey, you're just surfing, it. dude. You're just yeah. shredding the nard. It's the best riding. Yeah. yeah it's, it's the best riding. It really is. The sand dunes are great. And it, I like Glamis because there's no water around. So oh, I won't yeah, you have problems with that. bury my machine yeah. 10 feet deep underwater. Yeah. That's a good point. I really, yeah. I don't know. I get all, like, <laughs> get all, like, jittery around water. I'm like, ah, man. <laughs> It'd be a real shame if somebody put a side-by-side in that pond. Oh, my gosh. That when you... Uh, okay, so your water history is simple. You take our RS1, you swamp it yeah. immediately. Swamped. You get the talon to Michigan the next year. You go into the deepest hole in the entire sand dunes, yeah. and I watch you almost die yeah. in front of me. And the one crock remains. Yeah. I know. Well, the guy messaged me that he found it. And I tried to get it back from him. Just ghosted me. I don't know if he kept it. Oh, he I kept mean, it. I doubt anybody bought it off out, eBay. Like, <laughs> did you ever look? I never looked. You never know. Dude. That'd be sick if it was. I'd buy it. I would. Buy it. I would have bought it too. I mean, yeah. I would have. I would have paid him for it if he just offered. Right. You know, maybe like a little bit. I would have paid for shipping at least. Didn't he send you a picture of it too? Yeah, he had right. it. It's the actual croc. <laughs> it's just weird that like I never got it. <laughs> what was he doing with it? I, I don't know. Smelling it maybe. Yeah, but yeah, so well, your talon was also flooded the same day the RS one was flooded. Oh yeah, oh, you remember when we lifted we had to it, lift up? it up? Yeah. How did we do that? Someone put it in the water. Yeah, um, it was one of the guys put yeah. it in the water. Yep. And then so that happened, and then the next year. It was honestly because those tires were very buoyant. If you yeah. watch back the video, it like, like the tires just start yeah. to like float up. Mm -hmm. And I had never ran tires like that before. Like my mud tires are very heavy and just like thick rubber. So they're probably not as buoyant. But yeah, it was a bad deal. Probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> probably why it's not running right now. That was so weird because I was just, I'm, I have a head cam on GoPro and I see you going for it. And I know this is a deep it's hole. A deep hole. But I think also too. This guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like, in my head, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, he's got it, dude. Yeah. This is, he's got snorks. He's good. And then it just goes, and then <laughs> the panic sets in. Garrett's right there. And I'm like, I'll just feel it, I guess. You were out quick, though. Like, I you, had the snorkel no for it, but yeah. the buoyancy was against me. Yeah. yeah. The snorkel would have gotten me through. It porpoised. Or, yeah. That, that's what got me. 
I, I mean, was that scary. was a sight to see. It's yeah. definitely, hey, definitely one of the weirder things I've ever seen. It was a yeah. cool video yeah. for sure. That yeah. clip and being in a helmet and then coming up and having water in your helmet still never done that is a weird thing yeah. because you're like you're out of the water but you're still drowning. Yeah. So it's like, and the we water, yeah. the water chased me. Yeah, seriously, you brought it with you back yeah. up. Still on fire because you had like a street helmet on, right? Yeah, that one. Oh man, dude, race quip's got to put some snorkel hookups on there. Drowning in the race quip. And you got to soak in my helmet. And didn't you wait? Didn't you then roll it again trying to water skip too? I did. Was that that same trip? Yeah. Oh, my was it God. really? <laughs> that was a rough time on the. It talent. was. It was skating across the water really good. Then just and then it just right like under. kicked and hit like I don't know if it caught traction in one spot like it hit a little sandbar, but yeah, I mean, I nobody can say I didn't try my best out there. Sent it to do something cool. Yeah. I don't jump like you guys do because I know that that doesn't sit well with me. High jumps. Sure. I know you're a big jump guy. I will happily go in the water, though, in mud and, you know, nipple deep. But the jumping, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. Yeah, same. Man, the biggest thing for me, I guess, just real quick, is I was so surprised how much you guys liked mud. Yeah. Before meeting you. Like, I didn't. Super weird. I guess I didn't know what you guys, you know. It is Florida. Yeah, I guess I didn't know, like, Florida's big, you know. That was probably like five years ago or something like that. I'm like, I guess I didn't know as much, but I didn't know how enjoyable mud was until the side by side stuff, though. Okay. Yeah, they're so good in the mud. Yeah, they are yeah. and you're not going as fast. It's right. a little bit more like tactical and like slow moving. You drink large amounts of alcohol and party more instead. We don't of- do that. So when we went with you, we did that. Yeah, and then I made a lot of bad choices. Yeah, it gets wild out there. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol and side-by-sides, because, like, down here in Florida, we have these redneck yacht clubs, they're called. Yeah. And for people in not Florida don't understand, it's just a mud pit of just debauchery. It's bad. It's insanity. But they bring a lot of people. They're good events. They <laughs> put a on a good people. show. <laughs> they put on a good show. So that kind of brings me to something. So side-by-side bucket lists. What are trips you... You know, guy owns a side by side. Sure. What are the places in the U.S. that would be on your bucket list to go to and ride? Moab, number one. Moab is pretty Moab. pretty nuts. It is, you know, because the riding is next level. Okay, and then you're in this what feels like a magical place. Pretty much any anywhere you look around you is just the best view. The best view mm-hmm. you've ever seen. It's like what you would see in a picture, you know, like in somebody's living room. But like... Yeah, being in a place with unlimited traction and you're just working off a more of technique yeah. is very weird. That's the weird thing about rocks, Moab. right? Well, yeah. yeah, but it's sandstone. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, 60 grit, yeah. 50 grit, 40 grit, somewhere oh, wow. in there. So just endless traction. Endless traction. And it barely ever gets wet. Like, there's these hot tub things that exist on one of the trails that are just giant, like, tubs. Yeah. And they get water in them, so getting out of that's pretty hard. But the other stuff... That goes on in there. It's just immediate traction. All the climbs have full traction, and uh, it really makes you understand how capable your side by side is. That's probably the biggest thing. Like three wheeling them through like spots where you're like, this thing won't make it. Yeah, some of the angles yeah. you're on and the climbs yeah. and that stuff. I think it it really highlights how good stuff has gotten. So if you have like a newer modern 
like let's say 14 and up, like sport side by side, it will dominate Moab and you'll feel like a god out there. Is that mostly just because of like the locking diff technology and stuff? Does just that kind of take a big point? Yeah, the traction. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, like they're just all very capable. Okay, like so Moab, you, you get to top on the list. Everything, you know? Yeah, I think it's it's an easy one too to go there as an amateur and do good. Because, yeah. like, the variation of trails goes from, like, very mild to super wild. Whereas, like, a Glamis, you go out there as an amateur, it's badass riding. But, you know, as you know, if unless you have someone you're following or someone that knows the area, yeah. you could go into a hole and you're actually just going to die. Yeah. And if you go out there for, like, Camp Razor, I mean, a lot of people get hurt being amateurs. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of sure people. I'm sure there's, like... Pretty, I mean, I would say on a nightly basis, someone is helicoptered out of there, but mm-hmm. I think, like, on average, there's, like, five people in an event that die or something. Like, it's something terrible, but, yeah, you have to really be careful. But Glamis is, like, incredible. It's just you have to really, uh, you got to really respect that place, like I said. Yeah. you got to know what you're doing and then trust your machine and then trust the people that you're with, too. Mm-hmm. But even there, like, the small dunes, even, you know, the first time we went, we yeah. had a bad time. Yeah, we just drove like, over everything. We didn't try to carve. We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. We just found a spot on the map, and then literally as the crow flies just went. Straight. Just straight. Just tried to straight just, drive it, yeah. And we nothing broke, which was yeah. mind-blowing. So you were just, like, going over blind hills? Yeah. yeah. Which are no you know, idea peaks. what's yeah. on the other side. And they're sketchy on the other side. Super More sketchy. often than not. Yeah. Yeah. Once we got a hang of it, like, that place is still, like, at the top of my list. So I would say Glamis is yeah. up there for someone who's never been riding another place for people on the east coast of the country is that dune land what is that place <laughs> <laughs> i mean just get your, you get your uh, stu paddles at dune land uh, get yourself out. a stick uh, dude hey go pick out any i have one on the door when you walk in <laughs> seriously <laughs> dune land goes hard they really yeah, like you guys do, they really like you guys. they like people. you a lot like you specifically no, no one else in the room just you i told you man i'm always a chance of getting molested <laughs> <laughs> It's the hair, dude. Oh my god! Every what, time. What were you gonna say though? Um, West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia. I mean, just endless amounts of riding. It's pretty much some of the best riding you can do. Yep. Just riding mountains. There's pretty much if you want fast trails, slow trails, rock crawling, mountain climbing, whatever you want, it's there. It's nuts. The views aren't as good as Moab though. Yeah. Like Moab is even if you're just driving through the town just for fun, looking around, you're like. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. But yeah, our West house Virginia, was under a mountain. Yeah, going through the town in West Virginia, you're like, ah, get me out of here. <laughs> we saw this. Well, Moab thing. is like a yeah. very just different world, almost. Like yeah. it probably feels like yeah. you're on Mars when you're out there. Yep. Just nothing around and just rocks yeah. and like some cactus. Yeah, one uh, time we went, like it was freezing. Oh rocks. yeah, one time we went after Glamis and it was like a high of thirty-one degrees, snowing, dude. It was <laughs> terrible. It was Horrible. terrible. The winds cut through those freaking yeah. plains there. Yeah. Okay, so those three, the mountaineering trips seem like a good one. Oh yeah, what we're doing. Okay, so oh, we call orient- it snow orienteering, but orienteering. We have a snow orienteering. Yeah. Those are just more of just a shit show. Yeah, those seem really? like fun. Like if you were to put together like a bucket list of things to do with mm-hmm. a side by side. Yeah. Something like that seems like it would be on there. Yeah. You gotta be prepared. Of, yeah. Though. You gotta be prepared. But I, a lot of people build their cars, to, you know, to be like sort of like uh, overlander kind of builds, like yep. where they're set up for that. And you put like a tent on the roof that folds yeah. out or something. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That Which, would be awesome. You know, if you were prepared like that, that'd be super sweet. I 
Like if you go out when it's negative 18 degrees, you know. Well, that's how those the homeless people that live in their Tacomas do that. You know, they're homeless. I mean, kind of. They got a Tacoma by by definition. You know, those people that just overland their whole life. (laughs) Is that what they do? A taco. I don't know anything about this. The overlanding guys that just live in the trucks. Yeah, yeah. It's like full time, dude. It's like living in a van. (laughs) 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 It's like fancy van living. Full time overlander, baby. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there are plenty of people out there that are full time overlanders and don't realize that they're actually just homeless, fancy homeless. (laughs) (laughs) I've not put thought into that, but you're damn right. They have the whittle wada leading to the top. Yeah, exactly. It's just fancy homelessness. <laughs> I think those trucks are cool. It's just kind of weird that people build them and don't ever use them. Or they, like, park up on, like, a rock at a park and take a picture. Mm-hmm. Like, they're very cool, and they have really awesome build into them. Yeah. And then there's those, the Fords that they build. What are they called? Those, the Ford F-250s that are tow-ready. Oh, but, oh yeah. yeah. The yeah. Overlander uh, units. Like that. I saw yeah. one recently. They build them out in Colorado. Those things are pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, those things are nuts. It looks like a lot of weight to try to overland with. I just don't understand that, the camper shell thing in the back. It's like, take your 25,000-pound truck and go do whatever with it. Yeah, like a camper thing on the back, like the good ones, begin at forty grand. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of money for whatever that ends up being, like 80 square feet. I would say on the bucket list thing, too, River Ranch. I know it's kind of closed off. Well, for Doug... Yeah. Can't do it no more. He's banned. Unless he changes his name. Like Blood. Blood. Blood Duggerfield. Blood Duggerfield. Why have we never thought of that name for him? Blood, Blood Duggerfield. Oh, Duggerfield. <laughs> out of all the stupid shit I've called Doug over the years, Bud Duggerfield has never come out. Kind of fits. Yeah. That's, yeah big he could one. be a Bud. Like, oh, he is a Bud. Hey, especially like when he's like 80 with the same hairdo. Yeah. Definitely like Bud. Hey, Bud. Hey, Bud. Do you yeah. still have property at uh, the ranch? Um, I still have a deed, but I would just have to renew it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So what do you mean? Like How does you, that work? I guess like every couple of years you have to renew it. So you still like, have like the access to it? Yeah. Okay. I still, I guess I'm, I don't know how it works fully, property but owner, yeah, I still or, technically I have the ability to just renew it because hmm. I'm already in there. But that place is unreal. River Ranch is, I don't know, it seemed pretty real to me. And then we just drove across the the little pond that everyone else was driving across, and then the whole world caught up. All of a sudden, dude, we're the bad guys. J.H. Diesel's in a friggin' backroom meeting with these people, dude. Yeah, so I feel like people don't even know what happened there. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't know if you guys even know what happened there. I don't know what happened. I have a general idea of what happened. We had fun. A video went viral of Doug going into this river. Well, it's viral. How big was it? It got shared a bunch. It got on shared like, a whole bunch. Yeah, on Instagram on like a separate thing. I don't know if it was like UTV fails or like. It was on UTV fails. Oh, that'll you know, do it. That people will see that. What happened, right, is the car at that time, the clutching wasn't correct. So it would go into limp mode. And unfortunately, the as and then, soon uh, as he got to like speed, it went into limp mode because it was trying to skim a canal. Yeah, goes that. into limp mode and just skims and sinks, sinks right to the bottom of the canal. Okay. And then he puts it in reverse and gets out, and it's great. Everything's fine. No problem. That makes its way to the internet. Internet grabs hold of it, goes on fire. Uh, they realize it's River Ranch. The River Ranch Association gets pissed and uh, calls JH. 
calls JH because I guess he's a governor at River Ranch. I guess they have contact to JH yeah. right away. Just a direct <laughs> yeah. line to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. one 800 jh Diesel. Because he's not hard to find. It's <laughs> a good point. That guy's easy to find. I heard someone talk about him in the bathroom at a bar one time. Like, that's how this guy's like a local legend. Local here. legend, National Treasure, JH Diesel. Yeah. I, <laughs> quick tangent. So I was telling you, I got rid of my two roosters. Yeah. yeah. So I found this guy on Craigslist. Reached out to him. He was like, okay, yeah, just bring him by. I'll Justin take the roosters. No, it was oh. just this guy like an hour north of here. Find this guy on Craigslist. Like, I'll take any livestock was his, like, Craigslist ad. Like, real shady. Weird. That's weird. Again, I thought I was putting myself into a get molested situation. Yep, right. So I drive like an Seems hour away exciting. from here with two roosters, you know, cock in hand. I walk back to his backyard, and he, like, <laughs> takes me, like, we're, like, in a neighborhood, and he's like, oh, yeah, this way. And then, like, from this neighborhood, somehow his backyard is just, like, through the woods. And we're just, like, f- I'm following this guy through the woods. Sounds and like then, Danny Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to, like, this shady little spot that he has where he's got a bunch of chickens. And he's like, oh, yeah, put them in here. But lo and behold, I talked to this guy for probably about 20 minutes after I'm backing up close to my truck, you know, trying to leave. And he's yeah, still talking. Guys. And he's like, oh, you came from Bradenton? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you know that guy, Jage Diesel? <laughs> <laughs> He goes, I hate that guy. Oh, <laughs> come on, dude. I was like, oh, we're talking about the same guy. Yep. <laughs> if there was another J.H. Diesel, I would not be surprised. But he also said, I haven't seen him in 10 years. I was like, so you haven't seen him in 10 years, and that's the first guy you bring up about Bradenton, and that you still don't like him. Wow. <laughs> like, gotta let it go, man. He leaves an impression, <laughs> yeah. dude. Something, hey, something Big impression. There, brother. Him and his roosters are not happy. <laughs> no, my wow. rooster is one of them. Sanders still out there kicking, I'm sure. Sanders, dude. Our like the colonel? Yeah. <laughs> it was a little white one, too. It was like a like a quintessential-looking rooster. rooster. Really? Did you have a bow tie on him? And then pretend that it's his entire body? He you don't understand the KFC logo? He could have had a bow tie on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I thought it was his body the so, whole time. It's a bow tie. Anyway. Outside, outside the U.S. riding, does a lot of side-by-siding happen? Outside the confines of the U.S. So North America. I feel like it's the biggest division, but I feel like maybe like the Middle East or something has bought more. I don't know. These guys have some money. So I'm sure they do, but they go right to the sand cars because sand cars are so baller, right? And they make big sounds. Yeah, you get like a Funko for like a half a million dollars. Right. But what's an interesting spot that we haven't gone to yet in a riding, we've done it in a racing thing, is Baja, California. So Mexico. South of the California border. Baja Peninsula. Yeah, Baja Baja Peninsula. Peninsula. Yeah, like there is tours that go on down there. They go through some shady areas. You got to have like a local guide with you. But Mm -hmm. the riding is apparently next level. We haven't done that yet because it seems sketchy. does seem. I think now more than ever has been. Cartels. and I think they said do not travel all of Mexico like last week. Really? Really? I think so. Like, yeah, there was like a do not travel warning. But Baja would be on the list. Yeah. But that would be a bring your own. But, like, if you yeah. were to go outside the U.S., is there any big riding places? Like, anything, I don't know, in, like, the Middle East or Australia or... New Zealand's got some cool spots. Do they? Yeah, we have some fans out there. They send me some stuff. Like, New Zealand's got a lot of interesting, like, grassy, hilly, like, Irish hill kind of stuff. Yeah. Like people just do some crazy tracks and crazy jumps. Hmm. There's some race teams out there that do some really cool stuff out of that area. But, you know, the car scene in New Zealand's huge, too. Yeah, they got a great car scene. I guess I just... Because, you know, cars are so worldwide, but you don't really think yeah. of side-by-sides as being so worldwide as that because they're such like a – it is a very niche thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also a growing market, but also I feel like they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot by making them so expensive. 
because you're yeah. going to stomp on your own growth of a market. Well, they still yeah. have cheap ones, yeah. though. And the cheap ones are getting better and better. Yeah. Like So the, the good ones of 10 years ago, like the best thing you could get is now the cheap one. Mm-hmm. So it's not as if it sucks. Right. You know, it's like a C5 Z06. Still a great car. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. Right? But it ain't no C8 Z06. Are you a car enthusiast looking for an exciting new podcast to listen to? Check out the Test Drive podcast hosted by Lepo Dead. This podcast is packed with discussions about some of the most iconic vehicles in automotive history and inside knowledge from behind the scenes. From the Mustang to the Camaro, we cover it all. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. Listen to Test Drive on your favorite podcast app today. Yeah, that makes sense, and I bet there's a lot more mods available for the older ones. Yes. Right, yeah. And really customize yeah, them. That's a huge part of it, too. Like, the aftermarket is a huge part of the industry. Yeah. That's, like you could, you, I mean, you could take an, a 10-year-old machine and make it as good as a new machine to a point. Yeah, I think, know? like, compared to cars, like, the aftermarket availability for side-by-sides is probably higher than the cars, like, per the amount of machines that are out there. Obviously, there's way more aftermarket car companies. Yeah, there's so little machines, too, though. Yeah. Like, there's, there's only so three brands, really, that you're yeah. going to buy a machine from. And, like, maybe six or seven different submodels. Yeah. But the aftermarket support is crazy. I mean, realistically, if somebody's going to buy a side-by-side, they're probably only looking at two different ones if they're reasonable. Yeah. If they're unreasonable, they may be talking about, like, a KRX or a YXZ or something. 16 people just left the chat, dude, because of that. <laughs> They're <laughs> fuming right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. KRXs are cool. They're just not nice or fast you or don't know. You don't know anything, dude. <laughs> what are you Back talking to about? real quick, okay? I want to bring up another point, too, with speaking on sand rails. A lot of these dudes, okay, you know, especially in California, they are all, like, old sand rail dudes. Think of the money you'd have to put into, a, like, a, you know, any rail, like, to change. What do you look? There, I don't know. There's a, a demon on top of us? <laughs> I don't know where that, that thing that? came from. Is that a June bug? Like yeah, a, uh, a side a by side price versus a you know a real nice sand rail. Yeah. Like you're not. It's like you know you're throwing pennies in a bucket. Yeah. You know? Completely different world. Yeah. You yeah. spend as much on a transmission for a badass sand rail as mm-hmm. you would for a pretty decent side by side. But I remember the first time I saw a guy wheeling up China Dune. Yep. Cigarette in mouth. Yep. Because he didn't have a helmet on, because I guess you don't have to wear a helmet when you're in a sand rail, but you have to on a side-by-side. Yeah. Unless it's a pro-R. This Unless guy was a pro-R, just, actually. This guy was just bogging a cigarette, just wheeling this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, that guy's living life. <laughs> this <Yeah>. is California. <laughs> yeah. Freedom only exists in California at the Glamis Sand yeah. Dunes. Everywhere else, yeah. oppression. And when you're in a, <laughs> when you're in a, a sand rail, yeah. because yeah. the rules for side-by-sides are a lot stricter. Yeah. So I was like, man, so the faster units, you can just lawless. Hey, the faster you go, the faster you go, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter at that point. Yeah, I don't know. Side-by-sides have a pretty bad history of being unsafe out of the box. I think manufacturers are really trying to change that. Like, the, you know, all the new Pro XP stuff and the Pro R stuff out of Polaris has super thick gauges. Like, yeah. Heavy D rolled one at the Freedom Factory, smashed it into the wall, and he was fine. Yeah. That was it, almost like, a 3,000-pound machine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw it. Unit. I saw it happen. Yeah. It was definitely... Um, That's a stock, that was a stock cage on It was unit. something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. 
It's definitely yes. something. <laughs> there was something happening. Didn't they get rolled also another time? In the park? Or, yeah, in the, yeah. Uh, the lane behind the Freedom Factory. Yeah, he, yeah there was, it was just hard on that thing. No she was hard. Really hard on that, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. It took a lot to bring that girl back to life. <laughs> yeah, and then we gave it away to this guy, Clint, great dude, talked to him all the time. All the time. Like my man, and, and then he freaking rolls it and really crashes it. Yeah. So he really center that pro ours. So he wait, some stuff. How many side by sides have you given away? Uh, let's see. Battlefield one crashed. Crashed. Oh my gosh! At the immediately. Sandlot. Yeah. No, I'm at wondering how many have been crashed in the giveaways. During the at giveaways? least two. Well, no. After like, they've no, been given Doug away, never crashed it. No, but after they've been given away. Well, oh, after they've been given away. Oh, Battlefield One took some hits. So it at the Sandlot, sand it got lot, rolled. It got rolled, and then he sold Immediately. it. Immediately, he sold it. Got totaled. totaled. <laughs> like co-parted. Co-part. Like, yeah, yeah, like we bought it back. Tree for style. Seventeen thousand dollars. Horrible deal. Terrible deal. Yeah, we're oh, probably we bidding it. against One each other. One of the worst now. deals. <laughs> yeah. One of the worst deals, my man. <laughs> yeah, then we sold it to this guy Brian, who's. Uh, Mechanic for the Thunderbirds, which is out of Nellis, and yep. he rips the shit out of Battlefield One. Like he goes all over the place with it. Yeah. All right. But that's also good. did roll it the first day. Oh my god, he did roll it. <laughs> yeah, Silver Lake. Oh, dude, we we take people, we throw them right to the wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm just it. curious how many like side by sides have been given well, away we and rolled. The XP. That guy seems like he took very good care Eric, of Eric, yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, I don't but think you he did, rolled it. You did crash into that. Oh, you rolled that car. I rolled it, and <laughs> I crashed into a talon with it. <laughs> yeah, he crashed into a tree, rolled it, which was like the hardest hit that we've ever had to that day. And then... Side-by-sides roll. That is normal. <laughs> it is <sighs> fairly normal. If you are driving them hard, yes. I've that never fluke, owned though. a side-by-side that I haven't rolled. Right. That's a good point. And I don't know anybody that hasn't rolled a side by side really hmm. that owns them. I, I mean, would say rolling, recently man, Mike Reed, yeah, but he Mike rolled. Reed did roll. Rolling a side by side, I tell you, it's so, it's something, it's something else, dude. There's something to it. There's something yeah. to it. It sure is fun, okay? Because like, as you're driving it for at me at least, I'm like, I don't want to roll this. This is that's like pretty much throughout the whole time. <laughs> really nice unit. Top of the list of things Top you don't want to do. Things. You don't want to roll it, okay? And then you come to the point. Where you're rolling, okay? And you're like... Yeah, I didn't want to do this. I yeah. didn't want to do this. <laughs> Keep my arms Here in. Here we are. Here we go. Here goes the plastics. Doug's going to be pissed. <laughs> Boom. Trying to steer out of the roll. I can, I can correct this. <laughs> it's just son of a bitch. Yeah, well, so nuts. what's the better way to roll? Sideways or forward? It's Man, sideways. It's, yeah, but here's the thing. Sometimes forward, you get lucky, dude. You land back on the wheels. I've seen that happen before, <laughs> okay? Generally, you destroy the back of your side-by-side yeah. and also your grill and radiator. Yeah. So I guess there is no good way Sand's to Sand's a good place to roll, I would imagine. Yeah. You think that, but sand is, like, so dense it slows you down, so it's also ripping things uh, off that's good as point. you're rolling. There's no good spot to roll a side-by-side. Yeah, by side. Here, hey. My just, buddy Alec rolled his pretty good. When did he roll it? It was, like, way early in River Ranch. Okay. He, like, pulled up. And the river was here, that okay. giant deep river, and just like thump, like right over and like upside down. And it really? went forward? almost immediately. It was like a, it was like pulling into like a, a 15 foot drop. Oh, oh. like drop in. Kinda. Like it yeah. was dark. Yeah. And there's a pit, mm. a river. 
And he fell into the pit. Just went, drove right into it. Dropped it straight, straight into the pit at low speed. Wow. That's <laughs> a bad deal. forward? Oh, and like, thump. Oh, and it was upside like, down. Well, oh, it was upside down. Yeah. Wow. Into was, the water? Mm-hmm. And he was in it still. Yeah. And he got out. It wasn't it. super deep. Okay. It was like the water was kind of just like touching the top of the helmet, I think. Mm-hmm. And then that was the same unit that Parker sunk. I don't know if you guys were there for that one in River Ranch. Yeah. Sunk? I don't think Is I was it? there for that. Parker like, sunk that one in the same river that Doug got in trouble in, I think. In the canal? And he's still allowed in the Ranch? Yeah, and he's still allowed. He's probably know. got a platinum membership. And then I think a building yeah. fell on it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure wait, a building fell on it. Wait, what? I think when Garrett's building came down in the storm. Oh, yeah, it did happen. I think yeah. it was Parker's unit. What was your hardest rule? Um... My hardest roll was probably the one where I tried to skim the water. I was was, I was successfully skimming the water. I wasn't able to successfully stop skimming the water. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. Water skimming is a trick. You know, it seems easy. Just let's power over it. But as soon as that thing starts weebling and wobbling, you're done. Done. I've had some sketchy. Every time I've jumped the talon, I always had some sketchiness because it always tried to lawn dart. Yeah, you got to yeah. get a nice long jump. You have to have a long, yeah, it's like basically yeah, a rule it didn't of thumb seem has to, to be really as like long to... as the wheelbase of the car. Mm-hmm. But those do, you know, they nose, they are nose heavy for sure. Which is weird because everything's in the back. Yeah, they that doesn't figured really... It out. Yeah, I, I would really... love to four-corner scale one. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I think they're like 40-60. So 40 front, 60 back. They're yeah. not bad. Like, and they're short. Right. So little short guys. Yeah. Somehow Polaris has gotten the jumping figured out on all their side-by-sides. They just fly flat. I don't know how. I don't know why. But they just do. Yeah, I mean, yours always flew so well. That Turbo S flew, yeah. Amazing. That thing was the best. I actually never crashed while jumping. And then the new one, the first day I jumped it, I crashed. I I do remember (laughs) that video. That was was quite a crash. Yeah. Yeah. That was the hardest hit I've ever taken. It sucks so bad because he had a helmet cam on and the GoPro corrupted. Yeah, I've had a lot of bad luck with GoPros. Yep. Yeah. They're really not good for really filming. Yep. I like GoPros still, but when they fail, it seems like it's at the worst time. It's I when don't you know want why. them the most. It's when you want that footage more than any other footage is when it says... I can't do this for you. Yeah, sorry, bud. I had one fail when I was, it was a forward-facing cam racing 2JP on the drag strip, and it, it failed. It failed? Yeah. Oh. That was cool. Well, it did this weird thing where it just jumped 16 seconds. So, like, I, I was about to let off the button, and it just, like, jumped 16 seconds to, like, at the end of the run. It's like, man, that was really cool because we both had problems. It was a shit run anyways. We both kind of failed. Both kind of sucked on that one. I would one. contact <laughs> 2JP and as well as GoPro and see if you get that thing yeah. out. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. The GoPro failed, guys. <laughs> Can't see my failure. How do we contact 2JP? I got some stuff just to talk give, to him hey, about. Just give that 2J a, a call, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was both two two failed 2J, 2JZs that day. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that thing on a drag strip is not okay. It's so scary, that thing. I My anxiety is at its highest point. Doug's driving it on the drag strip. It's fine for like 300 feet, and then yes. it gets scary. Yep. Yeah. Once it's like really moving, then mm-hmm. you're like, that thing's like super loose and like super floaty and stuff. Yeah. Like floaty, yeah. one little turn, that thing's gonna like try to shimmy or something. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, no, when no downforce or arrow. And yeah. Like once it starts giving the wobbles, 
unfortunately, like the same feeling. Seems sketchy to drag race. Yeah, it's not good. So we're trying to make some changes in the background on that. Unfortunately, our hands are in so many different places at one time. Powder getting coat, customer shop. Powder coat, customer shop, life, liberty, okay. pursuit life, of happiness, yeah. all these things getting away. We're going to skinny it up. We're going to lighten it up. We're trying to go for sub 2,000 pounds, which shouldn't be too tough. And then uh, safety it up and then yeah. make it go a lot faster on the asphalt. Oh, on the asphalt. I didn't know yeah. if that was still the goal. Doug really wants to run sevens with it, which shouldn't be hard. No, it's got everything for it already. Yeah. If it just, I mean, it already has the power to wait to run sevens. I mean, if my car can run sevens at 3,200 pounds yeah. with the same turbo, basically, mm-hmm. and less motor, there's really no reason we have the same trans. Right. There's really no reason why it can't. Right. Arrow and balls. Mm-hmm. Now safety and all those other things. So yeah. that's something that's a more of a long-term goal with that. And then also, too, the side-by-side records for 300 foot just went insane uh, a couple weeks ago in Arizona. Oh, yeah, so 1320 was at that, right? Yeah, yeah, they were. I don't think that video's come out yet. At least no. I haven't seen it. But, like, the record for the 300 foot was just blown out of the water by almost two-tenths, which is a huge – really, that's a lot in 300 feet, two-tenths. How are they testing that? Were they actually, like, at, like, a – drag strip like did they set up some kind of makeshift timing system so it's a regular so like sand like dirt and sand drags are 300 foot pretty much everywhere yeah so the timing system's all good for that the track was the biggest thing it was like this clay dirt mixture in arizona at this place called dome valley and it just really really gave a lot of traction and so the people with big power and big money builds were able to come out and put down some serious times yeah, those things looked serious, stretched and everything. Like yeah. those were some those badass X3s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like compound turbo X3 engines and stuff. It looked, it looked pretty sick. That'll be a cool video to see. Yeah, yeah the, the setups on those are next level. Like they're spooling twin 60 mil turbos with a 900 cc engine. Are like, they using nitrous on that? I would. I don't think, think that one has nitrous. The one, the no. fast one. I guess you don't really have like. Because, like, I think of a race car, you have to get through a converter. Right. But you don't really have to do that. Nope. To do that, but to to race with a CVT, I don't know how you can do that without just blowing everything apart. Smarter belts people are strong, than me. Dude. Belts yeah. are strong. A lot of people talk crap about belts, but if you do it right, like, it's the, it's the best transmission. Like, it's always in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reacts quick. There's no shifting. It would be cool to see one, like, actually go fast drag racing, like a belt-style transmission. Yep would be interesting. That could be kind of cool. So with 2JP yeah. and big projects, doing big projects like that, I feel like I've heard you guys touch on that and, like, how difficult it is to commit to doing something like that now. Yeah. Like, the amount of time, resources, and, like, videos to do any kind of big swap or build mm-hmm. or something, how unfeasible that is. Or It's not that it's unfeasible. I think uh, as we get older, like, that's the main thing, like, Nick's situation, for example, right? He's trying to start a family. You he's, know. he's started a full family. Right. It's already he's, happened. <laughs> he's basically done starting a family. Yeah, guys, success. Two steps ahead, brother. Dude's yeah. got one. So, I mean, with anything like that, it's just really a situation of the amount of time you could invest from a personal standpoint. Like, we all love the shop and we all love being there. But at the same time, like people have lives outside of making videos and making fast stuff. And we're kind of living as if we're like our mid 20s. We're all like mid 30s 
and Nick's the only person that has kids in the immediate group. So it's tough, yeah. right? I think you kind of dedicate yourself in a way that's maybe unhealthy to it, and we're sort of understanding that now as we get into it. But we always have ideas for builds, and there's going to be one that we're going to be talking about. I guess it depends when this video is coming out, but that's just purely dedicated for burnouts, and it's definitely something no one's ever done, like, hmm. by a long shot. Okay, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough thing. I mean, for you guys where you're at, you're almost at a level where I feel like you could change your YouTube formula and do, like, seasons. Like, yeah. if you were filming, like, a show and, like, okay, we're filming for the next five weeks. Mm -hmm. And then film, edit, and post those. Like, it's almost like a TV show to give yourself some cushion of, like, this is off time, this is on time. Yeah. I see what you're saying. That like, makes a lot of sense. You actually have, like, a production going on, and then, like, once the production's over, then the shops run and stuff. Right. It seems like once, like once you get to that point, it's almost what you need. Yeah, I've always sort of imagined that, like, we would kind of do, like, the OCC formula, because we were doing that for a while, like, these celebrity YouTuber builds. Nick does that off camera all the time. Well, what is Throw that? a chair? Yeah. Like Dude. the Orange County chopper guy? <laughs> I He's Paul Junior, dude. dude. Doug's I Paul Senior. Shirts, dude. I freaking. I'm not gonna say the next part. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it would just be cool to like yeah. to be able to format it a little differently for you guys because it's hard to go 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 yeah. in this like daily vlogging style. That's what people want is unfortunate. So I think if we were to do that, it'd have to be like a really serious change and maybe like a production crew. But, like, the idea of, like, an OCC-style shop where, like, we still have stuff that we're doing, but, like, we do these celebrity custom builds, and then we do these cool, like, one-off builds. Maybe some casino will pay us for it, dude. It'll sit in the casino, and then That'd we'll be, be sweet, free dude. gambling for life, That'd dude, be maybe. the best yeah. deal of all time, probably. You know, like, sometimes the casinos have, like, a win your car. They have it, like, up yeah. there. They yeah. have, like, a side-by-side -side up there. Win the he side gets by 10K side. free play, dude. Yeah, for real. Our local casino, there's a freaking OCC bike there. I'm like, man, see, yeah, it's not different. SSX blog bike here. Dude. You guys are the local freaking heroes. Yeah, something like that. So I don't know. I see what you're saying. I think it's like a, it's a scary thought to try to like turn off the Reformat, schedule because yeah. people rely on the schedule. I rely on it, and without having like a clear goal of what needs to be done on a daily basis, it's tough to maintain the drive to do it. Yeah, for sure. I saw recently somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook. I don't remember who it was, but they like filmed for like one of those TV shows. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, going back to film for two weeks and then like two weeks off. And I'm like, man, that's a pretty nice schedule and way to do it. Yeah. Like you yeah. go in, you know what you're filming, you yeah. know what you're doing. Parts are there. You're ready to go. Like you got a director and a producer and stuff. Mm -hmm. You film, you do your entertainment, edit it. And then it comes out like, in a series, yeah, which right. sounds really almost like what you kind of need as you get older because everybody can't just like, well, we got to be here from 6 a.m. to 10 o'clock at night to finish this build. I know, seriously. And it's coming down to that recently, too. Like, we've all been spending a tremendous amount of time at the shop, and it just unfortunately doesn't really show on video the yeah. amount of time. Like, for the last week, I probably had an average of like 13 to 14 hour days at the shop. Like, how is that possible? Yeah. 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., 9, 9 a.m. to 11. 
And sometimes like, that 10 hours isn't even quantifiable into a video. No. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll do so much stuff, and it's, like, not even, like, you know, like, what am I going to show ordering parts and, like, calling right. people? Like, what? Emailing my editing? people. Like, what? no one wants to see that stuff. So it's tough. I think we're kind of getting into a groove with the new personnel and kind of the trim the fat with all due respect, trim the fat level team. Yeah. So, Slim it down a little. Yeah. Make it a little more streamlined of a team. Right. I saw you guys just posted new new person running the parts store, right? Yeah, so Doug's brother's taking that on full time. Steve, good dude. Yeah. He likes doing it, which is a big thing. Yeah. He knows side by sides really well too. Yeah. So he's not just yeah. some guy. He's one of the crazy guys that has nitrous yeah. right. on his one of the eight. Yeah, it's one of those guys. <laughs> he he smiles when he blows stuff up. That's how you know he's yeah. wild, dude. He's definitely a butterfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were out there in Glamis with him and I remember him like trying to spray it up a hill and it was just like Spitting and sputtering and <laughs> popping, and he's just foot Push to the it. floor. Just, <laughs> yeah, I was like, it. hell yeah, <laughs> pushing right through it, dude. So that's cool to see him being able to be like part of the team and like yeah. actually yeah. kind of partake in all the fun. Yeah, yeah he's so well. good. Yeah, he is he's behind the scenes. Really he's, good chum. He's a badass dude. It's nice to have someone like dedicated like that. It's been a while since we've had that mentality because I think we've all kind of gotten used to like what we've built. To have someone come in and like really be jacked about it. Is yeah. like a whole different thing. Yeah. Fresh blood for it. Fresh so, blood, yeah. where did side by side start? Side by side blogs start. Like, what was the origins of it? Because it's been a long time, is it not? Yeah. Like, I mean, so, you've been filming things forever. Yeah, we started. So the first video was like uh, September or October 2015. Um, but you had a side by side before that, right? Yeah. I when did you get the nine hundred? In June of 2015. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I bought a side by side in June of 2015. So much. was that I had no one? I knew no one. With a side fresh by side. into side by side, like side by sides were kind of just becoming like long travel sporty units. This was, yeah, this was like a weird time. It was like, you know, the ones that were sweet were like they looked sweet, but they weren't actually sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of deal. No offense, I'm talking about yours. Oh my wild! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna hit the wild cat like that right off the kick. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like you look at this, you know, especially at that time, you look at this thing and it looks like a freaking trophy truck, dude. It like yeah, it was like when the car. Raptors came out. You're like, whoa. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What Same is this? Thing. It's like I can't believe this, and it's fifteen thousand dollars. What are you crazy? Right. Oh, fifteen thousand dollars, <laughs> which I didn't. I have. I told my brother, I'm like, dude, you gotta help me buy this thing, and he did. <laughs> And then, he sets uh, you in the right direction. Yeah, dude. he did. He yeah. sent me in the right Good direction. Guy, he dude. helped me buy a freaking. It was a 2014. Uh, no, it was a 2012. Yeah. Was it a 12? It was a 12, dude. A 2012 yeah. 900 XP. This thing was mint orange madness, dude. I thought this was the sweetest rig ever. Baddest ride ever. Yeah, Nothing so will ever badass. compare. But yeah, didn't know anyone with side by sides. That's a big. That's a big venture in. Big time. It's yeah. kind of. It's a very um, community sport. It was. It's not a solo well, I didn't thing. know it was. No, it's not at yeah. all. But then, yeah, one of my best friends is like, dude, I know this guy. He wants to, he wants to ride with you. I'm like, what, dude? Yeah. Okay, this is so a blind date? It kind of was. So <laughs> we, yeah. Let's think about it's this. It's pretty romantic. You were, you were September 15. He's got a wild cat. <laughs> Seriously. D- Doug, in like January 15, got a Maverick, like the OG Maverick. And you already knew Doug? I've known Doug since like 2007 or eight. Oh, okay. In college. Um, 
Doug was just a snowmobile guy. Snowmobile dude, banshee dude, had quads, worked on Man, some stuff. Man, banshee guys. He oh, built yeah. some junk quads of mine, doesn't matter. He bought a side-by-side, and I'm like, this freaking guy, dude. Like, So in October 14, I posted this video to my Facebook, and it was an XP1000 Polaris doing like a road gap jump. And I said, reason 10 million why I need a side-by-side, right? <laughs> I type it, I post it, right? And then... Doug buys one. I'm like, this mother, dude, I can't believe that. And then so a few months later, I got this piece of shit Wildcat. <laughs> it looked cool, but it was slower than hell. And I went on a test ride with Doug in it. He's like, man, you know, you should just you should take mine for a ride first and just see what you think. Because <laughs> he's the, the sweetest guy, you know. Yeah. Well, you, you went for a test drive before you bought it with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you were just like, oh, like this thing ribs. Yeah, but I haven't been in his yet at that yeah. point. Yeah. Because it was like this, you know, really nice toy. Not anyone can go drive it. So, yeah, he tells me that. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm getting this thing. It was at a dealer. It was nine grand. It had like some extra bars welded in on the cage and shit, like a muzzy exhaust. <laughs> I'm Dang. like, damn, this is already modified, rip. dude. Yeah, loud. Oh. It just was a oh, real piece of shit. And it broke like 19 times over the course I had it. Like, it ruined 19 rides. You're that's determined. Hard to believe. <laughs> it was not determined, though. 19 determined. repairs. Yeah, all the time. So then we met Nick. We went on a ride with Nick. What was our first ride? I forget. So, wait, you, so you rode Doug's at that point after, and you were probably like, oh, shit. Dude, I was so convinced that the Wildcat was better that you couldn't, you could have put me in anything. I like and that I mentality. Been like, Dude, this Wildcat's the shit. Like, I don't yeah. care if it's slow. I don't care if it's not as lot. Nothing. It's you just mentality. lost in the sauce, dude. Yeah. I remember it. <laughs> Their yeah. marketing team got him. Got him for sure. Hook, line, and sinker. You yeah. probably had the brochure memorized. Dude, I had a lot of stuff memorized. <laughs> this thing sounds like a Harley, dude. It's yeah. like a Harley. V twin. <laughs> it was a V twin. Elga so. stage five. Okay, cool, dude. That wasn't until later. Let's not get to that point yet. So, All right, so you guys now, you finally are meeting Nick. Right, so the first video we ever put out, ever, was meeting Nick. Nick was on the ride with us. So, like, it really set the precedent for our team going riding, like, moving forward. And that like, was kind of just random in a way that that was super, also the first video. Random. Why? Yeah, like, yeah. why did you... Was it just a video of riding, or was it like a YouTube-style video even at that YouTube point? It was a YouTube-style video, yeah. Like, okay, like, you actually went in, like, not just, like, because some people start with, like, clips. Well, no, and dude, I guess going back, like, like, he started, it, it was a website. Yeah, side-by-side. Yeah, he side started block, it yeah. as a website. So that was existing prior to that. But, like, that had this creative juice flowing from, like, writing these articles, and, like, it was based on Autoblog, which I'm sure you've been on. Autoblog, yeah. Jalopnik, shit like that, right? Yep. UTV blog was taken, right? And I understand at the time, and even now, UTV is more popular than the word side-by-side. The side-by-side blog was open, so I'm writing these articles. Doug's writing some articles and shit in there. But the market moves slow, dude. Like, there's no new stuff coming out every month like there is with cars. So I got these creative juices, and I decided to start filming videos from side-by-side stuff. But unbeknownst to probably most people, I have been taking videos of me doing stuff since I was, like, four years old. Like, Parents camcorder taking videos of me, like, jumping my little 16-inch tire bike yeah. and stuff. I've never done anything with these videos ever. So I figured, like, okay, just now is the filming time. filming for the joy of it, the good yeah. old days. And yeah. you just got a bunch of high 8 tapes sitting around, VHSC <laughs> tapes, you know, mini-DV tapes, just infinity tapes of nothing. 
But now it's like, okay, digital cameras are good. Like, I got 1080 resolution. Like, I can really do something with this. And that's how it was born. So just the three of you guys going for a ride, do you remember where you rode? Yeah, St. Helens. Helen, same trails we still ride to this day. Dang, that's pretty freaking awesome. It's it's interesting, like, the, I, I find it cool that you were, like, a filmer to begin with. Like, you always enjoyed the film, and that obviously shows because you film everything still yeah. for the most part. And I feel like, you know who's the same way as Kyle Loftus? Yeah. He was, like, people used to, like, get mad at him, I guess, when he would go to, like, the street racing and just film everything. Right. And then... It just evolved, and I, I think that's a big part of it is you have to actually love the filming right. and documenting things. That's where I always struggle because I don't film things that well to begin with. So it kind of is tough. You know, you need somebody that actually cares about the footage. Right. But the side-by-side story is cool that it goes back that far. It's, I thought it was a little older than that, honestly. It's, it's similar to when me and Garrett started working yeah. together, too, 2015-ish. Yeah, that was when like the Cletus stuff and like me and him were with thirteen twenty, and that started to become a thing. It's like mind blowing to me that that's come full circle because at the end of the day, like all of us are car dudes at heart. The side by sides are just a cool way to have like a badass four wheel machine that does stuff. Yeah, uh, and I, dude, I've been watching thirteen twenty video since you had to download the videos. Like the blue parish turbo Silverado, yeah. turbo Silverado stuff. I still have those rat hold on like an old hard drive. Like when they were like Kyle was selling DVDs. Yeah, I, that kind I of could stuff. not afford the DVDs. I would download the videos from like it was way before Street Fire, like way yeah. before all that stuff. And it's just so mind blowing to me to see that stuff. And then you guys hook up, you and Garrett, you're working for 1320. And then like a number of years later, here we are, like existing in the same space. It's very. All For lack of a better weird, word, dude. fucking weird yeah, to me. Weird. Listen, I'm convinced most automotive YouTubers and YouTube content creators are because of Kyle Loftus. Yeah. yeah. There's so many people like that are like, oh, yeah, I saw like a video of like a boosted car ripping down the street. And I was like, I could do that and film it and post it. Like, yep. it's very like he started a big domino effect I mean, for yeah, so many YouTubers. Hold, held the, fr- you know, this, this entire like genre of YouTube, you know? Yeah. And even like merchandise and stuff oh, too. Yeah. He was ahead of his yeah. like head of everybody on that stuff. Like the whole YouTube thing, it it was a long time before I saw somebody successful on YouTube. I think I saw like in twenty seventeen or eighteen, I saw somebody like bought a Corvette off of like being a YouTuber and I was like, mm-hmm. Wow, that's possible off of like automotive YouTube. That was kind of when it was like mind blowing still for me. Right. And I think I was still thinking small. <laughs> it's easy to do because well, it doesn't just, seem yeah, possible. It's so unfamiliar, and it's just, yeah, like you said, it's it doesn't seem like this can't be real. Right, yeah, I think a lot of people look at our channel, too. You know, we have a decent amount of subs for the for the market that we're in, but it's hard to imagine a channel with that few of subscribers, like, doing what we do. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of the things that guys like Kyle have paved the way for, the merchandising, uh, just in, the part sales, which he did for a little bit with, I think, wheel and tire thing that's no longer existing. oh yeah yeah but things like that pave the way to create this style of of living and i think you're totally right with what yeah you're kyle, kyle definitely deserves his flowers on that one yeah. um do you think that your market like side by sides like you said is not the biggest market do you right. worry about that at all like you know no. the 
the expansion, like they're just getting more popular. So you're just kind of on the ground floor still in a way, I guess. Yeah, that's a that's a weird question. Like we've talked about this a lot. Like if we had the same energy and stuff in automotive, like I think we'd have a really big channel because the automotive stuff is more accessible to people. Like you can have five grand and have a car. If you have five grand, you can't even breathe on a side by side. Yeah. Like a decent one to go rip trails. 10, 12 maybe, but it's going to be a piece of shit. Yeah, I've heard somebody, I, was, I read a comment once, and they were like, do a cheap side-by-side challenge. No such <laughs> thing. No doesn't such exist. Even like, you go to freaking Lowe's or Home Depot, like, those things are like, you know, Seven 12, grand. they're more than that, dude. Yeah. The ones are like, they're like, they're not going to make 15, it up a trail. Yeah, yeah, like, they're, it's just sort of crazy. It is, like, like you said, it is a niche market for sure, but at the same time, yep. like, it's an ever-growing market. Like, I feel like we're still pretty low on where, you know, it will end up, like we talked about. Like, it's sort of a... This feels like muscle car era yeah, to me. Yeah, it like, sort of does. I think early the 70s. EPA likes you guys more than it likes me. Yeah. And yeah. I think they're kind of pushing a lot of brands out of cars with VIN numbers and license plates into side-by-sides. Yeah. Because as that kind of squeeze happens, you go to the next thing that's legal with a motor. Mm-hmm. And that kind of falls into side-by-sides pretty quickly. And I think that might be a good thing, because I know the EPA is trying to get rid of people like me. But they seem to like side-by-sides still. Yeah, it's very weird. It's more of they haven't got there yet. Dude. Yeah, I yeah mean, but you guys aren't street vehicles. Yeah, that's a good point, too. You're, you're off-road. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're the only off-road use. Yeah, but it depends <laughs> on what state, dude. Some states, like, you know, you go to Arizona. Yeah, but that's drive the sucker river. Yeah, it's not the rule, though. It's the exception. So I see your point on that. I think, in general, the EPA stuff is going to hit the side by side community like a wave at some point. Yeah. Uh, But again, because it's off road use, and that's been a touchy subject, especially being a reseller for, you know, big performance companies like. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking tuners and exhausts and. Yeah, cat deletes, things like that. You know, it's a gray area. We don't sell them to California. Yeah. Because that's illegal. So. Yeah. What about electric side-by-sides? I want them now. I yeah. feel like I've seen some teased. Yeah. Like, Segway's got one that's supposed to be a hybrid. It's I like, would imagine there's so much torque there. Dude, it's 100 horsepower and then an extra 80 with a hybrid motor. I love gas electric hybrids. Like, I drove a Volt yep. since 2014. I think it's a great car. It's slow as shit, whatever, all that stuff. But, like, in terms of what it can do, especially in an off-road situation... But even, like, range isn't as big of a deal when you're talking about a side-by-side. You're going 50, 60 miles. Yeah, if you can make one that lasts 60, 70 miles, you're good for a full day of riding. Especially, like, rock crawling. Like, you use zero fuel when you're rock crawling or doing slow trail riding stuff. Like, electric side-by-sides, man. That's It's coming soon. Like, there's patents from all the major manufacturers. Yeah, I would imagine that's only the next logical step mm-hmm. when they're looking at performance and mm-hmm. stuff it's it'd be hard to compete with the perform and like the traction control that they would be able to implement yeah right. would be wild right. the weight would be all low yep. so they would jump really well if it's like a corvette e-ray i, I think how good they sweet. go underwater it's time to find out endlessly <laughs> technically i mean they don't really have a snorkel or anything they need Dude, IP67, dude. Instead of just going in and flipping under, it would just go... (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Johnny Depp was walking underwater in the one movie. (laughs) Just walking on the ground. (laughs) Dude, Mythbusters, dude, busted it. Can't do it. My he's too high, dude. 
Doesn't matter, dude. It's Johnny Depp. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Anything's possible with the power of the Depp. He can make it happen. Well, before we leave, um, is there any side-by-side companies that have one that they've been teasing for a while that you don't think is ever going to come out? And Dude, yeah. DC, <laughs> DCT, Can-Am, like... I meant like a small manufacturer oh, that you okay. may have had beef with in the past and attacked openly on all forums. Come on, attacked. <laughs> all right, first of all, okay, you see where he's going with this, dude? Yeah, I'm not going to acknowledge any <laughs> I'll acknowledge it. Get I'll yeah, get this last water down, dude, while I We're talk. I'm going to pour this in my head, dude. <laughs> We're pretty far in at this point, so. No, it's okay. Uh, no, I think it's great. So Robbie Gordon, Speed UTV, it's very difficult to do what he's doing and he's doing it but no one has their car yet even to this day they're here they don't have them yet yeah the cars are here and they're built like here landed from china or like here built in the u.s or landed from canada it was always going to be high sun building them that was like the big undertone that no one picked up on yeah i don't care who makes anything as long as it's quality this something built in America has a shitload of Chinese stuff in it anyway. Who cares? I'm Canadian, Canadian Can-Ams are pretty good. <laughs> Those are built in Mexico. Those yeah. are Mexican, my man. <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually driven past um, when we went through Texas to go to Cheyenne. Oh, you can we see We went it. over the border, and you just saw, yeah. like, dozens of them yeah. sitting, like, right there. You're like, oh, yeah. man. And who cares? I don't know. Global economy, it doesn't matter that much. Like, obviously, American jobs are important, but this is a relatively small operation. This isn't like, you know, GM or Ford. Yeah, nobody would pay for a U.S. made side by side. I mean, the Polaris, cost would probably be pretty spicy. Polaris makes them all do they? year. Yep. Oh, Minnesota. Good for them. No, they're assembled in Mexico. Well, do you think the they will be? Are, they're all assembled in Mexico. In people's hands soon enough. I think this year someone will have them, and I. Hope to try one out. I hope it's good. Yeah. Like, I don't wish anybody bad. Yeah. I think that's, like, the misconception. I think the overselling on promises is a problem, and then prepaying up front is a problem because it's, like, a basically crowdfunded side-by-side, which crowdfunding, you know, okay, it works sometimes. Yeah, but a situation like this where there's hundreds of millions of dollars on the line. Yeah, it's like, an expensive crowdfunded item because you're not crowdfunding, yeah. like, a $10 item where you could yeah. just go buy it right after. you got to actually be a baller. To yeah. crowdfund that and then also think you're going to go buy one. Right. Yeah, so I, you know, God bless the people that are really jacked on it coming. I hope they get their car, but I would never prepay for something like that, ever. Yeah, that's a tough one to prepay for. Big unknown. Being Big the unknown. first to own a item yeah. is tough, even like with cars, like yeah. the mm-hmm. first Teslas and stuff like that. Yeah. Questionable. Yeah, But no one crowdfunded it, so. Yeah. That's the difference. Well. Good deal. Just wanted to end it off on that. Um, Thanks, Coop. Love you, Robbie Gordon. <laughs> hey. Roberto Gordon, I love you, man. Hey, I mean, it was drama for a little while that I was curious about. I, did, I didn't ask about any other drama because I don't, I don't care. Did. I don't think we did that, though. What? Did we start that? I don't think we did. I don't know. There is a lot of Sometimes other you just get grabbed and pulled in and you fall into. And, yeah. You know? I'm sure some people will comment that I didn't ask about other drama, and I will just tell you guys all right now, I don't care to do that. This is not a drama show and here's the thing they shouldn't care either <laughs> they Simple. do care but <laughs> yeah, i personally don't i personally don't care to be the guy that publicizes all that stuff because it doesn't ba- matter to me i'm here to have conversations about side-by-side stuff and hang out with my friends for an hour and a half yeah dude straight shooter dude that's straight what it's about straight shooter thanks scoop yeah well thank you guys for coming on i normally ask where can they find you at but i think that's pretty obvious they can find you everywhere see you on the big end.com baby yeah Let's see you on the big end.com side-by-side blog.com 
But that's going to do it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Keep it saucy. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Coop. Thanks, Coop. Cooper, 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 Cooper. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com